0: Alright, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of The Grind Podcast, where I talk about hunting, entrepreneurship, fitness, and the daily grind and what it takes to earn success. Today, I got Muley Freak Aaron back on the show. We're going to talk about Burn Bucks Part 2 and the adventure that was. The high country archery mule deer hunt behind the scenes of um, the timeline and kind of what went down and what was going through Aaron's head. Now, yeah, let's talk about that let's uh let's leave off where where we did on the last podcast with Tyler and kind of go into you know after Tyler had packed out that buck what you know what was the game plan did you he came back up the mountain were you guys able to get back on a few more stocks or how did that how did that go down yeah,
1: so <clears throat> this is gonna be a good one this is gonna be a good podcast all right, so Ty goes and packs his buck back to the truck meanwhile. The cameraman and I, we went over and we went to our normal glassing spot. And we glassed all morning and uh, didn't even see a deer.
0: Huh.
1: Not a doe. What do you think was going on? No idea. Just one of those weird days. You know how you have those days? Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. I know, there's, I know there's a bunch of deer here. Yeah. And they're just not showing up. I
0: think sometimes on those days they stay bedded and those are when they're going to feed in the middle of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and... In part one, you notice the moon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that had something to do with it. I'm but sure. Ty packs out, you know, his buck, and you can see him. It's bright as day, and so I don't know if the moon was bright. But anyway, not a deer. And then uh, out of nowhere, I was like, man, I th- I think I just I think I just saw an ear flick. And I mean, my, I was burning my eyes out trying to find something because it's like it's like 11:30, 12 by now. And I'm just, I'm like, I, think I, I, I saw something move. You know, sometimes you, it's like maybe a bird or something just flew by. I saw something and then I didn't see a bird fly. So I was like, okay, something's there. And I remember I watched that for like 45 minutes. And finally a buck stands up. I was mm. like, I knew something was here. And it was a big old two point. Oh. So the wide, wide sucker. Um, I think in the video, I, I claim he's 28. I'm sure he's not 28, but he's, he's big. He's probably a 26 inch two point. Um, and game on, I was like, we're going to go after him. Um, big, heavy, he had huge bases. Um, like I said, he's really wide. He 26 to 28 wide. I don't know exactly how wide he was. I ended up, uh, later in the hunt getting pretty close to him and, uh, he's, he was big, a big mature buck, um, but anyway, we went on, we tried to go after him and, uh, didn't work out. Um, when I was going after him, we had a a little young two, three year old deer, four point you'll see in the film come out, um, right below us. And I just thought the whole time, why couldn't this be a nice buck?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just the, the way the the cookie
1: crumbled. Yeah. And, uh, we just, i like, I'm like, I've worked my butt off, you know, this, you know, I guess this is probably day three, but I just hadn't had an opportunity yet. I was bummed. And, uh, I'm like, why couldn't it have been that big two point? So at least I could have had a chance, you know, and said, yes, I want him or no, I don't or yeah. whatever.
0: But hats off to you for holding out and not killing him. Um, uh, I know I've given you a lot of crap over the years for killing smaller bucks, but I think you've, you know, you've matured a lot as a hunter over the last five years and, you know, I think for me, uh, as you do that, you just kind of pass on some of the mediocre bucks, you know, yeah. cause you, you want to get to that next level. Yeah. yeah you did that. I was like, oh, yeah, cool.
1: Good for you. Yeah. It didn't excite me at all. And, uh, I think that's a,
0: that's the major thing, you th- know,
1: there's a couple of bucks that I really liked too. So I was like, yeah. geez. And I knew I, I knew, I knew I had a couple of days left or I, and I could go back again, you know, another trip. But anyway, that's why I ended up passing on him and I knew that I knew that big two point was close by too, along with some other nice mature bucks. So anyway, um right after that I actually um you know, that buck fed out and we we ended up going over the next finger ridge and I saw that big two point and uh glass him up. I was like, Holy crap, he's impressive and he had no idea I, I was there. I dropped in, <clears throat> got to two hundred, got down to like a one twenty and uh, another buck saw me and took off, and he didn't know I was there, but he took off with
0: them, yeah, so that's a bummer,
1: so that was kind of that was kind of uh that day, although this is this is one of the cooler i guess memories I've ever had on an archery hunt, so we went over one other finger ridge after that, and uh i I glassed up a a heavy three by four and uh i I just remember before I even Looked at antlers. I remember looking at that buck, and I saw a big, saggy gut. I saw short legs, a big old dip in his back. I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't know what he is, because I saw him quite a ways away, and it was really ha- smoky and hazy. Yeah. And I was like, that's, I was like, Belmer, we need to get closer to him. Yeah. And light was fading, and I got closer, and he ended up being that heavy 3 by 4 and on that 3-side, he was just heavy and bladed out. Gotcha. And he, you know, he's not a giant buck by any means. He's not yeah. a scoring buck, but I was just like, the more, the closer I got to him, the more impressed I was with him Yeah, with age class. And I was like, man, just couldn't get close enough. Yeah. Well, so I started going at him and his, the one buck that was kind of leery, he was with a small buck. He fed across the back. So I get closer. All of a sudden I, I feel the wind hit my neck. I was like, oh boy, well, this is over. So he stands up, he bedded, stands up, looks right at me. And, like, stomps his feet. And I was like, okay, he's going to bust any second now.
0: He's probably smashed a few mountain lion's teeth oh in my before. Oh, my God.
1: Dude, <laughs> 20 minutes went by. The wind's consistently at my neck. I'm like, at this point, I was like, I know I'm not going to get it. Not, it's not going to happen. Right. But he's still standing there. And I cut 30 yards off. He's still standing there stomping his feet looking at me. Like, he's like, bring it on. He must He must have been
0: a tough Tough yeah.
1: Animal. He test tough SOB. Like mm-hmm. I just, I was, that's one of the cooler experiences I've had. And, and honestly, most, you know, 99% of deer I've ever seen just take off running. Like they're scared to death. And he was just like, nah, bring it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. How far'd you get? Uh, one eighteen, if I remember
0: right. And he finally was like, okay, I've had enough.
1: Yeah. And he could just kind of, and he didn't take off
0: running. He just
1: kind of slowly wow.
0: worked his way over. Yeah. So then it was time to head off the mountain. You guys headed off you Tyler obviously couldn't get any more work off so you headed back solo how was it on that second trip like what 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 was your strategy what what was your plan obviously velvet was coming off so you're going to have some hard horn mule there which sure behave a little bit different you know they tend to timber up more um what what was kind of your plan there
1: so my plan was I I had a little bit of a different plan first off I was hoping um that there were no people and, uh, ended up being good that way. Um, got way back up in there again. Um, and I got to a higher glassing point. So I was still kind of hunting the same basin. I just got higher. So I didn't, I didn't go back to that, uh, same, you know, glassing point I'd been at before got higher and, uh, it gives you a different vantage point of, of the basin. And it's amazing. It's not that far, uh, from where we were at, but it's amazing how different, you know, your view can be. And so, you know, for that's just, that was a learning lesson for me. You know, those that, uh, you know, hunt the same area, hunt it a different way. Like it's amazing how different it can be. Yeah. So I was going to, I was going to get higher, get a different point of view, see if I could figure out exactly what those bucks are doing. I had a pretty decent idea with Ty, you know, those first four days of what they were doing. But uh, I just, I wanted an even better idea. And I, I had come to the conclusion, you can't put a buck to bed here. I was like, it's impossible. It's like, you bet them, you start to make a move and you either lose them or they get up, they feed away. Like, it's just not, and they go, they dive deep into these drainages, which is why I wanted to get higher to see if I could, you know, get a different view and try to bet them from up higher. But they just go into this thick, thick timber and you just can't see them anymore. You can't bet them. Anyway. We, I started to get higher, and then I even started to go to the other side of the basin, see if I could start glassing, you know, just get different point of views. I, I didn't want to keep doing the same thing because, obviously, for me, it wasn't working. Um, right. and, and it ended up working out. We spotted a couple of really nice bucks right off the bat. The second day, like I said, I looped around the whole basin, and then I spotted that nice uh, – he had nice big fronts but kind of small backs, and I ha- I got him bedded. By the way, he was not near as impressive once he was hard horned. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ty and I were like, yeah, that's like our number three buck when we were up there. And then I saw him in person. I was like, oh, my gosh. Not that impressive. No. And I even got that day, that first or second day on the second trip, the second day, uh, Belmer and I went in on him and got to like a hundred and barely a little over a hundred yards, like 102 yards, I remember. And uh, he just was not impressive. Gotcha. Didn't didn't try to get any closer. He was right under us. We could have made a play, but he just like looked like a three year old deer to me, two three year old deer. So yeah. With great genetics, he had great fronts. He had tiny backs and he was willow horned. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, he looks so different than when he had velvet yeah. on. Yeah, velvet
0: can definitely make him look a little bigger.
1: Yeah. And and I I kind of knew that, but I guess that really changed my perspective because I really liked that buck that first go around with ty when he had velvet and i was like oh well he's just kind of a deer you know
0: so you guys uh you guys were glassing one day and uh we're getting kind of stalked by a mountain or something
1: yeah yeah one one of i think it was our third third morning in there on the second trip and we're glassing and we look there's a basin and there was a bunch of does and young bucks and belmer's like man all these deer are just on edge and i because i was looking at a different basin he was looking the other way and uh, he's like, something weird's going on. And he's like, oh, I figured it out. There's a coyote. So there's a coyote running the ri- the ridge. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I swung over, started looking. And all those deer, the, the coyote was right above them, like 150 yards. They weren't even looking at the coyote. They were looking the opposite direction. And I was like, what is going on? They don't even care that that coyote's there. And, and we look around us, look behind us, and... There's a freaking lion. It's like <laughs> 180 200 yards right oh, behind wow. us.
0: That's crazy. And That's
1: where all those deer were looking. We thought we thought they were nervous because of the coyote. They didn't even look at the coyote.
0: They were looking at that mountain lion.
1: Yeah, they were looking at the it looked lion. looked like a
0: decent sized lion, probably medium yeah. size.
1: It looked like a male, blocky head. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell, but I I'm, I'm not a mountain lion expert, but he was also the lion
0: was pretty close, so yeah. the year of lions for you. Oh yeah. Jeez. You, you ran into one on a different hunt. We can talk about that one later, but
1: yeah it was surreal. Um it was surreal to be by that line without you know like dogs having it up in a tree. I was like and he's he's stalking me. It's like oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. I but just, once
1: he kind of figured out you guys what you guys were he got pretty scared. Yeah, he probably stared at us for three minutes trying to figure us out. And once he, you know, we started moving the camera, we started obviously talking, and had got the spotter up on him, and and then he's like, huh, I don't like this. And he crouched, you can see him slowly crouch down in the video, and he like, you you can even see him like slowly like slide his butt and back up, yeah. And then he, (laughs) crazy how stealthy they are. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. And how smooth they are when they move. And he dipped his, like his belly... Almost like a rooster pheasant when they're moving through and they don't want to be caught. Like, his belly was rubbing the ground. Like, that's how low he was. Uh, It was pretty crazy. It was cool
0: to watch him. That's pretty cool. So, second trip, you went without Ty. Didn't really get on any, call it, stocks where you thought you were going to, you know, notch your tag. So, you head out of there thinking you weren't going to go back again. And you you'd kind of told me about a little bit of your experience. And I you know, I'd come to the office and be like, when are you going back up? Oh, I can't. I'm like, uh, you got to try to find a way to go back up there that you guys have had too good of a time not to go back up there. And, you know, I'd kind of let it go. Oh man, I got this going on that going on. I'm like, okay. You know, then I'd wait a day or two and be like, when are you going to go up there? I would try to get up there another day or two if I were you. Well, you'd kind of, I think more or less settled on, well, I don't have anyone to film me. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't really have any time. It'd be best if I didn't go. And, you know, I had a great hunt. Should be a great film still. Um, and then I remember uh, on day two, I, I headed to Colorado on my archery um, elk hunt. And I think I killed day two. And I was just on a high. And I think you were really excited for me. And I killed that bull. And I think I was teching a little bit. Are you going back up? When are you going to go back up? I think I more assumed it. When are you going up? Rather than asked you when you're going to go up, and I remember sitting on Bear Rock that day, and I'm like, Yo, I'm on a buck right now. I, I headed up. I'm I'm on a buck right now. I'm solo, and I remember thinking, He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I I just felt it. I just felt that you were going to kill that day, and I don't know if me killing with my bow gave you confidence, or or you you finally just got fed up enough of going up there and not killing anything that you were just deciding in your mind that you're going to kill something. What which was it? Was it both? Yeah, I would
1: I would say it was. I would say it was definitely both. Jeez. Um, geez. I, I, I'm trying to go back to that time, but I remember one of the things is I was supposed to go film you and we had that on the calendar, so in my mind I was going with you. Gotcha. And so I think I, I told
0: I think so, I didn't want you to go because I wanted you to go kill. Yeah, yeah I think and that's why. You told as yeah. soon as
1: you said, Hey, I want you to go I want you to go kill a buck, so I'm gonna get a cam- you know, I'm gonna get Belmer to come, I was like And then it was game on. So you gave me confidence by saying, go back up there and kill something. So number one, and and I felt at ease because you had a camera guy with you. So you were getting taken care of. So now I could go, go up and do my thing. And uh, yeah, when I was up there, I think that, I think it was that first, first night or something you text me and you're like, Hey, I got it, got it done. I was stoked for you and uh, lit a fire, fire in me. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get this done. And that uh, the first morning I was up there, um, I glassed and glassed and glassed like that whole day and didn't didn't see I, anything. I, I spotted like three little dinks and one like 144 basket four point. I yeah. was like, so oh like, my gosh, oh, man. this sucks. And then I got thinking, I'm like, okay. I remember sitting there and I'm like, what have I learned? Okay. So these bucks are going lower and lower where it's thicker and thicker. I was like, okay, I can... I can learn from that. You know, I I know where they're going. I know where they like to be. They're hiding right now, right? Their velvet's off. They're not, they're not in those big open faces anymore. Okay. So I can learn from that. Number two, I'm like, okay, when Ty went on his stock, he went after those bucks. You know, he was going to go after those bucks on the other side of the drainage. Well, he, he went down and he was patient. He did a really good job. You can tell from the video. Instead of just busting over there, he's like, oh, there's deer sign here. Okay, I need to go slow. He started glassing, 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 picking up bucks. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm not going to waste a day glassing up here, hoping that I see something that I can go after. I haven't put anything to bed this whole trip. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to make something happen. I, I I did that same thing. I dropped down almost the same same way that Ty took. And I just started slowly going, glassing, slowly stepping, glassing, stepping, glassing. And finally... The further and further down the drainage, I went, picked up a buck, bedded at the, at the very, uh, very bottom of a draw. I was like, hmm. And I looked at him. I'm like, oh my gosh, another troll, just old, not a, not a score, just a big, big noggin on him. Old buck. I was like, boom, there it is. And I remember looking, I'm analyzing him. I'm like, huh. He's like a three by four. So then, you know, I take my boots off. I start sneaking down, put my glass up, see if he's still there. He's not there. Oh, he's up three by four. Okay. That's got to be him. I'm like, wait a second. That doesn't make sense. He different frame, different shape. Yeah. Three by four different. So I slowly make it down, make it down, make it down. I'm like uh, 150 yards, probably. I'm like, hmm. They, You know, those two disappeared now. I, I'm figuring there's two bucks now. So I get closer, make my way down, just being slow and patient. You know, I'm like, gosh, did they get up? Are they way gone? Should I hurry and move down? Nope, just stay patient, I told myself. And now I see three bucks together. There's this uh, kind of an old heavy four by four. He has like super crabby fronts, but he has nice backs and heavy. At that point, I'm like, I will shoot any three of these bucks. They have the age class that, you know, I want And, uh, so my plan worked, I guess, is, is the point I'm trying to get at. I'm like, I'm going to make something happen. You know, it hasn't, what I've done hasn't worked so far, so I'm going to make something happen. And it it worked. I picked up three bucks and, and I had a, I had a game plan. Yeah. So
0: that's cool that you took, uh, all your past failures and decided to kind of switch up your plan and kind of take the approach where you've seen Tyler be successful. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go slow. I'm going to, this is, this is my last opportunity and you were determined. It sounded like you had the mindset. You were going to go slow. You weren't going to get caught. Um, and this, it's really cool POV footage. For those of you who haven't watched the film yet, go to the YouTube channel, part two, Burn Bucks. You'll see the POV. It's some of my favorite footage because you can see Aaron in his socks, because he forgot his Rimrock stockers, in his socks, kind of like making his way down this steep finger ridge. And the whole time I watched that, I'm like, I know how painful every step that, step is. And hitting sharp rocks and then Taking your finger and you know digging the the sharp ones out of your foot and keep going and using you know holding your bow in your left hand and having your binos in your right hand because um, you want to make sure that you haven't alerted anything and and make you try to move when all their heads are down and and all the things and it was just really cool footage. Um, the buck just goes out of frame when you shoot, uh-huh. but um, on the GoPro, which is a, which is a bummer. But let's talk about like how how close did you get? When did you decide to shoot? I noticed in the POV, Janessa was like, just as my wife, she's watched with me last night. She's like, why, why didn't he shoot right there? I'm like, well, there's a, b- there's a bunch of branches right there. So run us through the last 80 yards or so.
1: Yeah. So first off, I, I just want to say too, like, you know how Ty in part one said, like, I just assumed he was still there. Yeah. Oh, That was like four times for me because I kept losing these bucks. I'm like, yeah. they're gone. I, I screwed it up. Because I, as you talked about, like how painful it was moving down that steep, steep, steep ridge. It was painful. Yeah. And I, as quiet as I was being, and as patient I, as I was, like you're, you know, you're sending some pebbles down, and yeah. And and I kept getting. I probably got under a hundred yards three different times, and then they'd move off. And then I'd see him bed. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, they're still there. Luckily, I was patient, and I didn't just assume that they were uh, gone. And so I just kept slowly making my way, assuming that they were still there because I knew this was my last chance. And I got to a hundred yards. And then I remember I'm like, okay, I can't see them anymore. They kept moving down the drainage. So I was like, I saw saw this big stump and I was like, if I can get to that, I, I don't know where they're at, but I think I'll be at like 70 something yards. Yeah and I kind of had to go down and then I had to kind of curve to the top of the finger. And, and I don't know what's over there yet. Cause it's so steep and just the way the land laid out. So anyway, and and looking straight down the top of the finger, they can't see me. so I was like, okay, this is a good time. They at least can't see me. So I just got to be quiet. So I make my way down probably 30 yards and that was probably the hardest 30 yards. Uh, it was like, I, I lost all that, um, you can kind of see in the video I I lost all that uh just where it was loose rock and now there's branches and twigs and you you can see it in the video. And so now I'm like taking my toe and I'm clearing a little path. I'm like like a windshield wiper. Oh nice. And then I'm taking a step and then I'm I'm doing my little windshield wiper thing with my toe taking a step. And I got to that I got to that uh that log that I wanted to. Perfect seventy yards, and they were through all three of them they were feeding on top of that back and forth back and forth, and the buck that I ended up shooting at one point he swung way to my right, and he was at like forty yards, but it 's too thick i couldn 't shoot i 'm like, oh my gosh and and this is a lot a lot of time has elapsed, and i was my patience was wearing thin i was getting I was getting antsy. And uh, then he swung back and he swung back down to 70 with the other bucks, two of the bucks bedded under this tree and they, they bedded out to like a hundred. And so they're just moving and bedding and moving. Huh. And so I'm like, okay, there's one more down log. And I was like, if I can get to that, I think I'll be 50 now. Uh-huh. And I made my way to, I I remember getting to 60 and you can, I range, 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 making sure and I'm like, okay, it's like 62. And there's this. You can. This was. You know, going back to what Janessa said. Why didn't he shoot? Well, there's this tree that had fallen over, and it was leaning up against another tree, and it had a bunch of branches lower branches. Still yeah. And that thing screwed me over. Uh, like I could have shot those bucks like a bunch of times, but I could not. I, I just had no shot on them. There was no way. So I was like, I gotta get. I gotta get just in front of that tree, and then dip, and then I think I can shoot. So then. I had to get another 25-ish yards and I again those bucks are just back and forth on top of that bedding up down bedding and so when they'd bed and look away I'd make my move bed look away make my move I finally get to that tree and you can you can see at one point it's like my last step I crack a big uh, big branch and it makes a And I'm like, oh, gosh. Is that when they looked up at you? Yeah, that's when they looked up, and you can see me shaking. Yeah, yeah,
0: you were shaking. That's when
1: I started shaking. I was pretty calm up to that point. As soon as I broke that, all of them just boop. Actually, one of the bucks, the the four-point with the crabby fronts, he peeled off. Oh, he took off, and that's why I started getting nervous too. Uh, so he peeled like, off from the bunch. Oh man! Luckily, those two stayed together, and you see in the video they, you know, they're literally right next to each other. And I don't even know which buck is which at this point. Are they I, all about the same size? They're or? all about the same size. They all look like mature, you know, four yeah. or five year old bucks to me. And I, but I see the four peel off because I remember looking, and he had like some uh, little stickers coming off his main beam. And anyway, he he peels off. And I have those two, three by fours again, branch breaks, heads pop up and you just see me scramble. I'm like trying to get my release on the D loop and, and I pull back, but luckily I got where I wanted. My plan worked. You can see how low I am. I'm like on my butt slash knee and I'm leaning back and I know I'm going to just get under that. I'm going to clear it. And I pull back. And the one buck kind of steps out and separates himself from the other buck and I was like, Alright, he's the one. And uh I I remember like last second I looked at my bubble and I kinda made a cant adjustment and with my wrist and I let it fly. And it just everything happened like I like blacked out after that.
0: Oh no, really? You don't <laughs> you don't even remember?
1: No. And it was just like, I was like, oh my god! Did you hurry and
0: put up your glass? Yeah,
1: I hurried and put up my glass. But again, you can see my window's tiny. Yeah. And so by the time I let loose, he's gone. The other buck's gone. And I'm like, where the heck is he? And I hear some stuff on the side hill over here happening, but I can't see it because it's so thick. So I backed up the finger ridge and look, and I'm looking and boom, just blood's just pouring. Oh, really? Yeah. Blood. I can just see it just like bleeding good. And I look at the rock under, he's only like 90 yards across Uh the side hill. Oh really? So he's
0: close. Did you think to knock another arrow? Oh, I did knock.
1: Yeah. I knocked another arrow. And, uh, as I was going back up the hill to where I could get a shot, Uh I think 95 was my last range and I drew back and, uh, he just started working his way oh, up, dang it. and I couldn't get it. I tried getting him to stop. He's like one fifteen, and he didn't. He stopped for a half a second. I drew, went up again. I was like, all right. Dang it! But I, I you know, I was glassing him. I heard him put it down. I was glassing him, and he's just red. Just did you know it was lethal? In your opinion? Yeah, I knew. He was, oh yeah, I knew it was a lethal shot. It was I was a little
0: low too, right? Yeah, I was a little low,
1: and a little back, and I was like, gosh, that's you know, that's not where I wanted to put it. Right. But obviously I wanted it right through the heart and I want to see him pinwheel and die right in front yeah. of
0: me.
1: But I, I knew a hundred percent he's going to die.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think this goes to buck fever. I mean, I, I think again, if you haven't, if you're just listening to this and you haven't watched the film on YouTube, you need to watch it. Burn bucks part two. You can see Aaron's Aaron shoots. Uh, he's left eye dominant. Yeah. He's left eye dominant. So he shoots a bow left-handed. Um, so you can see him drawing with his left hand is you're index finger is just like shaking yeah your hand
1: you know what's interesting is this is a this is this was a great learning uh you know moment for me so i as soon as i got you know got home i downloaded the footage and i I sent it i think to you and ty and ty's like oh man do you think you know if you would have settled down a little more you know it looks like the bucks were gonna you know hold tight if you would have just taken a few breaths and Mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah for sure
0: Oh, you rested though, But I
1: knew, the one, I knew the one buck peeled off and I knew they heard me. I broke the branch. It was not quiet. It was loud. And then, but I also knew I had a tiny window too. So I, all these factors are in my head. I'm like, if he takes another step, I'm not going to be able to see him. That's yeah. my only window. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I have to let it fly. And, you know, looking back, I think if I would have taken it, you know, another step of patience, I... I think I could have made, you know, I could have anchored yeah. him good, but I, you know, I rushed it a little it, bit. That would
0: have eliminated and, some stress on your end because you had this unknown of, um, am I going to find this buck? You know, season's over. Uh, then you're like, oh man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's like, I can't go in there the next day and try to stick him again. So it's like, um, you had to go in there without your weapon, called the local warden, went in there without your weapon, and, and, uh, got lucky and had just enough time and the buck died. And so, yeah it worked out with you you were able to call um call the warden and uh do it the right way which that's that's pretty neat that you're able to do that and it just worked out that you know he was dead and it wasn't a wounded buck that you had to say goodbye to so
1: yeah yeah i, I mean so again where i hit him i knew i knew he was dead So I I knew it'd it'd take a little bit of time, but I knew he's dead. And so, like you just said, I I called the warden. I was like, hey, just let you know, you know, I hit a buck a little far back. I'm going to go get him tomorrow. He's like, okay, just make sure you take pictures and and, uh, send me pictures. And he was super cool about it. And, uh, you know, that was the biggest question. Was I going to find him quick? You know, did he go, is a coyote going to push him, you know, another mile? And it just so happens I went in the next day and he was like, Maybe 200 yards from where I shot him.
0: Oh, so and he didn't I, go far. He must no. have been hurting bad. Yeah, I found him really fast. Gosh, that sever 1.5 is lethal. I, yeah. I mean, that, that that expandable really opens him up. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I went down. First thing I did was I grabbed my arrow because uh, I didn't grab it the night before. So I went down, grabbed it. I literally went to the top. I put my glass up and I found him. Like, oh, wow. that fast. And so, he was on the next finger ridge. And that was
0: probably refreshing. Oh, my gosh. I know I was in Colorado um, hunting bears after after I'd killed my bull. And I remember just being anxious for you. Like, oh, shoot. No. Yeah, he wounded one. Oh, no. geez, I sure hope he can find it. And then when I'd heard that you'd found it, I was really pumped. And then to see that it was a mature buck. And honestly, I was like, oh, okay, that's a, that's a decent 3 by 4 Then when I actually saw him in person... Like that's a big frame buck. Um, I, the pictures almost don't even do him justice. He's he's a really neat deer, mature deer. Yeah. So I was, and then uh, I was like, oh, good work. i you know, you went up there last second, last moment. You got out there and did it. And then I was more impressed that you're able to film most of it. Um, obviously you're probably looking now. I wish I'd have done this. and wish I'd have filmed a oh, little yeah. bit more here, but man, I was watching this last night and I was like, man, I was, I was proud. I was pumped for you. I really was. I was like, that wasn't easy to do. It took a lot of guts to go up there solo, kill it with your bow and then have the anxiety of, you know, a less than perfect shot and have the fortitude to not only find him but pack him out on your own. So hats off to you.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I was, uh, I was really excited, um, about the quality of deer I got, uh, mature buck. He's got big, heavy bases with, Tons of junk around him, and he had uh, put a tape to him. He's 26 and a half wide. And yeah, just he's a, a stud.
0: Big, big frame buck. Nothing Dude. crazy for forks, and he's only three on the one side, but he's just, a, he's just a big big old deer. Yeah, he's got a big old dome. Your biggest archery buck to date. Yep, biggest buck. Big dome, big old
1: eye sockets. That was one thing. The Euro mount is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, he does
0: have. We were kind of looking at that the other day, and we're comparing a bunch of my bucks here at the office. I'm like, look at the size of your buck's eye sockets.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he just, uh, of you know, I've killed a couple nice bucks. Like I, I have a near 180 buck and another 180 buck, and his skull is bigger. Is it bigger? Yeah, it's bigger than the. I just compared it the other day. It's definitely bigger than the 178 buck. Ah, huh,
0: that's cool. I was cool. like, holy that crap, 178 buck. Yeah, he wasn't. And he's hollow horn too. Yeah,
1: he's kind of like light. He's light. He but looks he has, heavy, but he's light. Yeah. yeah. Kind of weird. But uh, yeah, the dome, the dome on this buck is much bigger. That's cool. So I. I people are probably wondering, but, um, meat was still good. Oh yeah. Meat was still good. It's awesome. We've been eating it all year.
0: That's good. Yep. Man. And what did your wife think when you got one?
1: Oh, she was stoked for me. Yeah. Well, and she even said on that last one, I was like, Hey, I'm going up. She's like, good. She's like, you've invested a
0: lot of time in this. She's like, make sure you get it done. One thing, one thing about it. Our, our wives don't hunt. Um, maybe one day, one thing I've come to learn is they don't realize the adventure. Um, and I don't mean they don't realize the venture and that we're having fun, but I don't think they know what a grind it is in yeah. terms of how steep, how gnarly, how dangerous, how much work, how much effort. But I think, I think more and more, uh, my wife at least is starting to understand that. And I think she's pretty pumped for me. I mean, it seems like anytime I go, she assumes that I'm going to kill something because I've been so successful over the last few years. But I remember when I was first married to her 10 years ago, um, I'd go out and I'd never get anything. In fact, I'd be like, hey, Aaron, I'm going to go hunt bears. Uh, Okay. I'm like, do you want to come? He's like, no, no. Anyway, did you see anything? And I'll get back. Do you see anything? No. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm glad I didn't go. Next time I go bear hunting, do you see anything? Yeah, I saw one. You actually saw a bear? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. Then the next, didn't get anything. Then the next year I go. Hey, did you see anything? Yeah, I shot one. You shot one? (laughs) Yeah, I shot a bear. You know, and so it's, the point is, is um, we've gotten better. You've obviously gotten a lot better. And, you know, one day the wise will realize the adventure here, but it seems like they're supporting us more and more all the time. And they realize how much effort it takes to be successful. So they're allowing us to go more often, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Or at least they're more, um, more apt to let us go a second or third time. Yeah. They're more inclined to let us go. I was trying to think of a fancier word, but yeah, that's yeah, more inclined. Yeah,
1: and Taylor will even say like, "Hey, if you're going to go and, and invest the time, make sure you get it done and yeah. like do it right." And, that, and
0: that's one thing I sometimes I think I haven't given it my all on some hunts, and I, I have regrets on those hunts. It's like why why go if you're not going to give it your all? Yeah, why why, go? Are you, why are you going to waste time? Yeah, and that's and honestly I just returned from a late season hunt, and uh, I. I probably enjoyed my favorite Christmas ever with uh, my wife and kids, and um, I had this late-season tag left, and I, I have an issue with leaving a tag on the table. I don't like to do it, and uh, I'm like, I'm going up, and then when I got there, I was alone. Didn't have a camera guy, and I was just like, I couldn't find bucks, and I'm like, it's going to take me a day or two to find bucks. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and sharpen my archery skills and smoke a doe, and there's a cool stock over here by these cliffs, and I'm going to go over here and see how my bows I went over to smoke the dough, and I got to go home early. So it was like me, I, I don't know. I just want to get it done and go home and give it my all instead of just going around and farting around. So did I need the meat? No. I've killed a lot of stuff this year, but I was able to donate it to a family friend, and he was super pumped about it. But anyway, um, yeah, guys, just uh, check out part one. Check out part two. Absolutely epic high country archery meal deer with Aaron and Tyler. Um, be sure to check out Base Map. In, that, in part two, they, they were able to look at the current wildfires, see how close they were to wildfires. It's a real-time wildfire data updates every single day on the Basemap app. If you want 20% off, go to basemap.com forward slash muleyfreak. Take 20% off. We get a little kickback. And you can also transfer all your waypoints and tracks. So if you're using Onyx or any other service, you can transfer all your data over in a matter of minutes. So definitely check that out. Support us in the meantime. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review, please. Please leave us a review. Send me a personal email. Eric with a K. E-R-I-K at MuleyFreak.com. I get back to everyone. Let us know what you'd like to hear about. What you're liking. What you don't like. And if you like it, share the show. Um, Share us on YouTube. Share the podcast. We're just a bunch of DIY guys trying to do the best we can. And putting all our effort and grinding out every single hunt so uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one